I'm Allie Legg. I'm uh, the director of Empower Moms here at Moms for America. And I just wanted to stop by and say hi, meet everybody, um, and let you guys know I'm still here, even though you haven't seen me in a couple of months, um, <laughs> just working on things behind the scenes. But I'm going to let Liz take it from here. We really appreciate you guys coming month, every month and, and showing up and, and being excited about what we have for you. So enjoy. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, technology, a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful servant, but sometimes, uh, anyway, um, yes, thank you, Allie. Uh, my name is Liz Ackerman, and I have six children, and we started our homeschooling journey in 1982, uh, when our oldest was five, and I took her, and I even registered her for kindergarten, but then through a series of uh, very very fortunate events. We ended up not sending her and we didn't send any of the others. Um, that was back in the day when homeschooling was not particularly supported, shall we say. And um, yeah, it was quite an interesting journey, but um, it is a wonderful journey. It is a ton of work, but it is a ton of rewards. And all of our children have chosen to go to college. They have all graduated. Um, and I think our biggest accomplishment is that they love learning. They are lifelong learners. They are um, self-directed learners. And we have now grandchildren that are on alternative education paths. So um, the, the journey continues. So moms, we welcome you. And this, the mom to mom homeschool, um, homeschool mom to mom webinars are for you. So we are trying to find topics that help you, that encourage you, that um, where you can find moms that are also on the similar path and know that you are not alone. Um, and therefore, uh, homeschooling moms, wherever you are, whether you are a, a brand new shaking in your boots newbie or whether you're a veteran and you, you kind of think you've got it figured out. So we are so fortunate to have Amber with us, Amber Scheimel, who has, I don't know, she is a mom of five. She is a blogger. She is a self-published author. She teaches online university courses, and I don't know what else you do, Amber, but that sounds like plenty to me. So we are just very happy to have you. And as I said, moms, if there are topics that you are interested in and want us to cover, please put it in the chat, contact us, let us know. So Amber, um, please, to start it off, tell us about yourself and all these amazing things that you are doing. <laughs> um. Well, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm always so happy to connect with moms and um, to empower moms to make the best choices for their own children. And um, I am uh, a mom of five. They are between the ages of 10 and 18. And I just uh, dropped off my first uh, homeschool graduate at his college dorm on Thursday. So um, I'm, yeah, it was rough. Um, yeah. It was very, very rough. So I'm actually at a hotel right now, just finishing up a uh, weekend stay with a dear, dear girlfriend who 
took me away for the weekend to recuperate and um, yes. recover in order to go back to my children who are texting me 1 million questions about their homeschooling day at the moment. So, um, but yeah, so I've, I've just finished one child of homeschooling and he's uh, in the honors program at UCF and he has a full scholarship and he is a, his, uh, degree he is pursuing is mechanical engineering. So that was child number one, four more to go. Um, (laughs) um, So we've actually done a combination in terms of our homeschooling journey. Um, From day one of kindergarten, we we live in central Florida. And here, um, I know it's not very common all across the nation, but is becoming more common that we do a hybrid homeschool, it's called. I've also heard it called a university model. Um, It's not technically a co-op because moms are not required to be there. However, a lot of moms are very, very involved as I am, Um, but it's a drop-off technically, but you are still registered with the county as a homeschooler and still abide by all of the regulations in Florida for homeschoolers. And of course, whenever my son applied to college, he applied as a homeschooler. So, but we have always done this hybrid system um, of they go to school two days a week and then they are home three days a week. Um, But you are, the parent is still the primary educator. And um, again, as as in the eyes of the state, this school basically does not exist. Um, So anyway, we've been doing that my son did that from kindergarten through 12th grade, and uh, I don't have any plans to change that uh, for the other kids, and it really works really great for us. Um, yeah, so that's a All little right. bit about me. Well, you forgot the book and the blog. And- <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, yes, I wrote a book um, called Homeschooling Simplified that I self-published, and I basically did it because I um, on my Instagram, um, which is just my name, if anyone's looking for it, uh, I talk a lot about travel and lifestyle. And it's definitely not primarily about homeschooling, nor is my blog primary ab- primarily about homeschooling. But I do talk about homeschooling in both of those. And so whenever I would talk about it, I would just get many DMs, many questions and comments about oh, I wish I could, but I just can't. Or, you know, you're so amazing because you can do that and I can't. And, you know, as much as time allowed, I would always try to be like, no, you can. Um, You know, I I do believe that it's not for everyone based on your own family's situation, um, but that it is for anyone who feels called or led to do it. And it just makes me so sad whenever people feel whenever moms feel like they just can't do it. Um, so basically I wrote, like people would just say like, I mean, I, I had many people ask me if they could pay me to help them get started. And I just was like, you don't need that. You just need like, you know, some very basic steps. So I really tried to, in the book, just cover like things that, you know, after myself and I'm sure you, Liz, and many of you on this call, you know, to us is second nature, but when someone is thinking about um, taking their child out of public school that, and that's all they've ever known, 
the whole entire topic just feels so completely foreign and overwhelming. And mm-hmm. so I just really wanted something to just be able to say, just get the book. And it's it's not a huge book and it's not expensive at all. And I I didn't even publicize it too much, but I just wanted something to be able to say, these are all of the, this is how you can do it. And, and especially this is how you can do it when you're working. Um, because I do teach, uh, classes online, um, university classes, and I've done that for 16 years. So nearly the entire time I've been homeschooling and it does take another level of organization, but again, can be done and can be done with not being a harried, chaotic mom and still have a peaceful home where children are learning. So um, yeah, so that's why I wrote the book. And so I do talk about homeschooling on my blog and on my Instagram. Again, probably not as much as I would prefer, but um, I'm really happy that I got the book done in order to have that resource available um, for moms who are interested in it. Yes. Well, thank you. So say I am one of those moms that has always thought I can't. And part of that is the moms think, oh, I have to bring school home. Yes. That, as we know, is not, (laughs) is not helpful. What would be the first steps for a mom that is tremblingly moving forward towards homeschooling. What would you suggest? I mean, first of all, buy my book. No, (laughs) well, Um, but it does, it does take it. And I think we're going to share in the chat, maybe um, share to the moms in some way, Mm -hmm. a um, flow chart that I made. That's like so simple, um, but just really lays out the basics of and maybe, you know, in that flowchart, something I skipped to answer your question is to hopefully find one person who you know who is homeschooling um, that you can connect with. And even if they're not doing it in the, even if it's, even if that person is just online, if it's me, you know, DM me um, just to be like, I, I'm interested in this and have someone who is encouraging you or it's your husband or it's your sister or your mom, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. someone who is an encouragement to you because it can, you know, even though we have a school that's sizable and I have tons of friends who homeschool, it can still be lonely because it's different. It's there's tons of homeschoolers, but it is still unique and it is still a small percentage of the overall student population. So having some sort of support system, I would say, is really the first step. And then next, finding out the requirements of your state. So I am very well versed in the requirements of Florida, but my Mm -hmm. sister homeschools her three boys in Pennsylvania, and their requirements are vastly different than ours. Um, So, you know, that is a limitation of whenever someone asks me a question personally, um, I'm just like, let me send you a website to find out your mm-hmm. state regulations, which HSLDA is an amazing resource uh, for mm-hmm. that. And they have all of them broken down. Um, but it really is a state by state system. So you really need to know what you're getting into in your state before you know, you take further steps because some states have much stricter regulations than others. Florida is an incredibly homeschooling friendly 
place for which I am very thankful. Um, But it's not insurmountable anywhere, but it is just requires more steps to be taken. Um, And then after you do that and are able to start checking off those boxes of what the state wants from you um, and just being sure, like, how is my homeschool going to meet whatever the requirements are? Um, And in most states, they're pretty basic. So not to make it sound like it's a huge thing, um, but you know, just certain dates, even in Florida, you have to, you know, file your thing on a certain date and then file your intent, uh, file file your intent to homeschool on a certain date and then file your evaluation by that date the next year. So just things you need to calendar and be sure of. Um, And then after that, after you, you know, cross that bridge, the next thing I would say is deciding what type of homeschooling mom you want to be. And the beauty of it is, is that, you know, there are, there is such the wide variety of just like, there's so many wide varieties of parenting. There's such a wide variety of homes of types of homeschooling moms. And, you know, you can be from all the way over here at an unschooler um, to, you know, I'm, I'm pretty focused. I'm, pretty far on this side, not, not all the way. Um, but I'm pretty focused on academics and college preparatory for my children who, um, are interested in that, but you can create anything in between that best fits the needs of your children or each child individually. So then, you know, pursuing, if you're going to have any connection with a one day a week program or a two day a week program, or there, there are three day a week programs, um, also here in Florida. Um, and I know they exist many other places. So figuring out what you want your week to look like and what works best for you, you know, since I do work part-time, um, from home, it is really, really helpful to me to have the kids, uh, at a program two days a week. And that's what makes this, you know, workable um, for our family. And so, you know, when people say, oh, I work from home, I can't homeschool, you know, you can, you can. You can. So just deciding what works best for your family is really the very next step after those state uh, requirements, I think. Yes. And I've found anyway, and perhaps you have too, that moms don't know that they can give themselves permission to do that. Mm, yes. They, they just aren't aware and they feel they don't, like you said, what kind of homeschooling mom are you going to be? And also give yourself permission to change as mm. as your your family matures or you add another child or something happens. Exactly. Give yourself permission to change. Um, I know in the beginning, I was thinking, oh, there's what is the right way? I was trying uh-huh. to find the right way and just was so impressed. Um, kind of a spiritual download of there is no one right way. Yes. There have been great people that have grown up in the public school system and yes. great people who have. So, um, yeah. Yes. And, and, and you know what? I, oh, I was just going to say, in school, you are told there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. And 
that doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily true. So yes. anyway, what were you going to yes. say? Yes, and exactly. I mean, I could not agree more. You know, I was just discussing this with a friend that, you know, a mom encounters some health challenges, you know, mm -hmm. something happens in her family and adjustments need to be made and not to feel guilty about that, you know, and I actually, even myself, you know, I've been doing this for a long time now, but I spent a good 10 years feeling and saying out loud that I wasn't really a homeschooler because my kids went to this program two days a week. And I feel like, you know, as with anything, there can be like a hierarchy even within the homeschooling community or within moms in general, sadly, that, yes, um, you know, I felt less than that, like, well, I, I mean, I would say I, I kind of homeschool, you know, and then the further along I get, I got, and especially then dealing with high school and, you know, um, you know, whenever your kids apply to college, then you're their guidance counselor. I mean, all this stuff that I was just like, you know what, I, I, I am a real homeschooler, like, it's, it's fine, yes. you know, but you can just start to feel like, or if your kids aren't college bound and you're more of like a Votech focused, mm -hmm. that type mm -hmm. of technical career focused homeschool, that's great too. Like there mm -hmm. is no better or worse. It's really just what works best for your children. And that is the true gift of homeschooling is having the time and the energy and the space to figure out what is best for your own child. And yes. yeah. Yes, I completely agree. And one thing we worked with our kids is to help them figure out what, what is their purpose here on earth? What do they need? And yes. so we had a daughter learn Swedish because she wanted to learn <laughs> about her Swedish ancestors. Another Aww. daughter learned German and just all these things that I wouldn't have thought of. But yes. if you allow them to take some responsibility for their own lives, yes. and where do they feel directed? And also, as you were saying, back in the day, uh, the homeschooling, you kind of were the Lone Ranger. There wasn't. <laughs> you had so much opposition that you kind of had to do a lot of it yourself, but uh -huh. now it's such a blessing. There's so many resources. So it can, you know, what, what level of homeschooling mom are you? You are the parent and you are directing education with the help of your child. So bring in all the help you possibly can. Yes. It's, you don't have to be the solo act. And so reach out into the community. Uh, like you were saying, marshal your resources and get as many as you can. Yes, exactly. Yes. And so. you know, that reminds me of another, you know, huge impediment that moms mentioned to me that isn't actually a huge impediment that, you know, well, I don't know Swedish or I don't know oh, yeah. German or I don't mm -hmm. know calculus. So how could I possibly <laughs> teach my child? And I'm just like, yes. Well, there's the internet, like, mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, I am so grateful to the pioneers of homeschooling that, you know, fought such a long, hard journey yeah. to get us to where we are now that, you know, I always tell this classic story of like, when my child, when my oldest 
was in kindergarten. So he was five. So that was, you know, 13 years ago. And we went to Chuck E. Cheese in the middle of the day on a Wednesday to celebrate his birthday with a friend who was in his homeschooling class. And, you know, I had just the slightest hesitation of thinking like, is someone going to like, feel like we're truant or is someone Mm going to question this outing? Um, Because I was so new to it. And when we sat down um, as a gift and a blessing to me, the waitress said, oh, do you guys homeschool? And I had never said a word about it. And I was just like, yes, we do. And she was like, oh, it's so great when you can come when it's not busy. I was like, so I got off topic a little bit about being able to teach your child, but that like, it really is so accepted now. And I know in different pockets of the country, it is different. And I have probably one of the best scenarios in the country here in central Florida, but, um, it really is so much more accepted than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago and resources abound for, you know, I, my son, you know, took AP calculus BC and he took it online. And in Florida, we have a wonderful resource to be able to do that for free. Um, But he always says he learned how to do calculus from YouTube because I couldn't help him with that. And my daughter, she's a junior now and she's doing French four and does uh, local French competitions. And I can't speak a word of French. So I mean, it's, it's so possible if you just look around and, um, and of course, you know, as the mom, we're still there to be supportive. And that doesn't mean, especially in the high school level that we are instructing personally every single class, but instead we help them, like you said, learn how to be lifelong learners and how to find things out for themselves and to learn what they don't know and how they can find that out. And that is such a gift to give to children because yes. too many adults don't know how to do that. So <laughs> yes. And sadly, can I interject just really fast. I'm just yes, so blown away by you, Amber. I live here in Florida too. I'm kind of a newish homeschool mom. Uh, I have five babies. So <laughs> we have a lot in common. Um, and I'm just really excited to hear everything that you're saying. And it's so, it resonates so well with me. Um, and I, I just, it's so amazing that you say that we're trying to create, or we are creating lifelong learners, um, which, which I feel like in the public school setting that is kind of stripped away from them. They don't know how to be independent thinkers. They don't know how to, you know, find, uh, information that they're looking for, but when they're at home and they're, they're being taught by, by you know, you as a mom, um, they're able to figure that out. And I think that is something that is just invaluable as they grow. Um, and I'm just really excited about that. And I hope everybody else is excited as I am (laughs) listening to you. I'm like searching. That's why I was off. I'm like searching on Amazon. Like I'm going to find your book and I'm going to buy it. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited. It's great. (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm so happy for you that you live in Florida and you have five children just like me. And um, I really do feel like, you know, especially now, like, of course, my son's first day of classes is today. So we have mm-hmm. no like evidence yet of how well he's going to do. But I believe in my soul that he's going to do fine. And I always said that homeschooling is so much preparation for university style learning because no one is going to hold your hand 
through, you know, well, sorry, kid, you missed this in chemistry in high school. No one cares. Like, and figure, like I said, being able to figure out, I, I mean, I was just texting with my seventh grader this morning who was having some trouble in algebra. And I was like, please YouTube that concept, you know, yes. and let yes. me know what you find because, That's and also, fantastic. yeah. And, you know, We're also, in the information age, I mean, information yes. is literally, we have a computer in our hands. Yes. Um, and so it's, it should not be very difficult to find the answers to the questions that you have. Uh, and that's what I mean by creating lifelong learners. Like you're, you're teaching them to, to utilize their resources in order to find the answers that they need, instead of depending on a teacher that's yes. in the front of the classroom that has all the answers. Yes. And, yes. and, and, and moms and, don't have all the answers and we don't have to. And, you know, exactly. and that's a misconception, I think sometimes, especially for like, you know, moms who have been in the public school system for a long time, or even in a private school, five-day private school, that they're just so used to all of that being outsourced. And then, you know, sometimes homework comes home. You know, I've heard moms, really dear friends of mine, who's have wonderful children who are in the public school system. And she says, you know, I can't even do their homework whenever they come home with it. And I'm like, I know, but like, once you get into this system, you have, you just, you're, you yourself become so aware of how much help is available that like, I promise you, you don't have to know every single algebra or calculus yes. or chemistry yeah. concept. Mm -hmm. Like you are not expected to be a superhero. You are just expected to help direct their learning. 100%. I agree. Uh, I think we've gotten into this, uh, cultural I ideology where, only experts have the answers. Mm. Um, yes. And they kind of sure. have replaced the parent's role with the expert, uh, but forgetting that we as parents are experts in our children. We yes. spend the most time with them. I mean, mostly, unless they're in traditional public school where they're away from us for like eight, nine yes. hours a day. Yes. Um, but, and that's what I love most about homeschool. I don't know if that's, you know, how you feel as well is just being able to have them, you know, in, in my space. And, and, uh, so we can build that valuable relationship, like, like how God intended. Um, yes. and I think that's super important. Yes. yes. I, one thing that I always reminded people of was take some time to de-school, just some yes. time to, I don't know, just enjoy going to the library, watching documentaries, read, taking the kids, let them just pull out whatever's of interest to them. Let everybody just get the, shake the dust of the public school off your, off and realize. I've heard that, that I've heard that it takes one month per, per year that they've been in traditional public school to kind of decompress and shake all that traditional public school off of you. Um, so that's what we've done this summer. Uh, and so we're kind of taking it a little slow and I feel a little pressure though. I do, I'm gonna be very honest. I feel so much pressure. Everyone is mm -hmm. like, you're, you're out and you're doing you know, things in the community and you're you know, still politically involved but you're supposed to be homeschooling. Like, why are you here? Like, cause I have a situation at home. Like I handled that. I got it. You know, they know what they're yes. doing. I know what they're doing. I have a team, you know, my husband is my team. He's my teammate, my partner. Um, and so when I'm not in the presence of my children, I don't have to micromanage what they're doing. 
they're very independent. They know what they're supposed to do. My husband knows what they're supposed to do. So it it is very, uh, you can do it. It, it just takes a little bit of, of, um, practice and, and, uh, um, like re reorganizing and rearranging some things. (laughs) And, and, you know, especially, I don't know how old your kids are, but especially as they get older, you know, I having, well, you know, now my 18 year old is not at home, which is a huge loss to us because he has been trained to be so, so helpful. But now, you know, I'm entering my phase of trying to find positives about him not being in my home. So I will say that one of the positives is that then it gives the 16 year old and the 14 year old a chance to step in and also for them to feel empowered that, I mean, I was texting with my 14 year old while I was on a walk this morning saying, can you please help the 12 year old with her algebra, et cetera. And, um, he was like, oh yes, I already did help her with like three questions. And I started the laundry and I'm like, amazing, but you know, this doesn't happen overnight. Like, you know, it's, it's a journey. And people often say that to me, I mean, they don't say it too much to my face, but I'm sure they say it, um, (laughs) that I am currently at a hotel. I'm not home with my children and it's Monday morning. I'll be there later. But, and then Mm -hmm. when I'm there, I'll check all their stuff. But like, it is a beautiful thing for those children to be so like, not only trained, but also empowered that like you can handle your own stuff. And not only can you handle your own stuff, but you can be a help and a servant to your siblings. And like, that is something that they learn and will take with them for the rest of their lives. I hope. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm sure it will. I'm sure they will. So yes, D-School. Another Uh, this isn't quite homeschooling simplified, but something that I heard over and over and over again was, I could never teach my own children. I don't have the patience. I could Mm -hmm. never work with my own children. That always just Mm -hmm. kind of broke my heart, still does. I actually caught myself saying that back in the day. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. And now that I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, that was terrible. (laughs) Why did I like not have the confidence in myself to do this? It's, it's, I don't have to have all of the answers, like you said, Amber, and, and it's, it's not as difficult as, as it may seem, because you're not trying to replace your teacher or the teacher, you know, you're just trying to give your children access to education that they have um, for whatever it is that they need. And I'll let you go with that because this is your thing. <laughs> yes. Well, and um, you find too that in this public school, you go do math for an hour. Well, you don't hmm. necessarily need to when you have one-on-one or you're doing YouTube or whatever. It's way more efficient. So yes. you don't need to spend hours and hours and hours. So yeah. anyway, that's my take. What's yours, Amber? Yes. Oh, yeah. And just that, um, you know, about the patience issue. I always tell people that the first year of homeschooling, whether that is your your child's kindergarten year or preschool year, or whether it's their 10th grade year, whatever year it is that you that's your first year, you better just be all full of grace for yourself and for your children because it's it is yes. a huge adjustment, you know. And there mm-hmm. were many times where I would say 
if you don't sit down and be quiet, do you see that school bus out there? Like I am going to march you right out there at seven 30 in the morning tomorrow. So, you know, we're not perfect. Like we are not always, I mean, and you know, different kids, I have five kids. They are, have different energy levels, different mm-hmm. learning styles. My, my oldest son, I know I mean, I don't want to get into the whole topic, but I am 100% sure that in kindergarten and first grade and second grade, probably he would have been, had some sort of hyperactive label. And so I let, I, and also the teacher he had for the two day a week program, let him stand for Mm -hmm. to do all of his homework the Mm -hmm. entire day. He stood and he rocked. And, you know, mm-hmm. tapped on the table and that's just yeah. what he needs to do. And now he is out there with a the full ride with no diagnosis and no medication of any sort. Yes. And, yes. um, you know, and he's still, ha- he's still a, a human who has a ton of energy, but he was a boy mm-hmm. who couldn't yeah. sit still and that's okay. And, you know, not all children grow out of that. It's fine. But learning what works best for your child does take a lot of patience. And, you know, that wasn't a perfect system. It was that child and several others that I threatened the school bus with. But I mean, so I'm not perfect, you know, and our homeschooling is not perfect, but neither is a full-time school. So it's not all butterflies and rainbows every day, but that's okay. Like life isn't. And You know, there are times when I've apologized to my children for losing Mm -hmm. my patience with like, okay, I've explained this long division four times, like, I'm, I'm done, like, I am done. And I'm so glad it's not just me. Oh, God, you have no idea. (laughs) Nope, nope, definitely not just you. And And sometimes it's time when you've explained long division four times or whatever, it's time to, okay, we're just taking a break. Run know, outside. Or maybe we, should, out. we should try something else. Let's, yes. Yes, let's decide. Yes. Let's do something else. We'll exactly. come back tomorrow and it'll yep. percolate in your brain and you will be yep. fine. Yep. So exactly. I love that having them home gives you the ability to figure out how they learn specifically. A teacher will not have that ability to do that with 19 children or 25 no. children in her mm-hmm. classroom. It's just not possible. Um, and spending that individual time with your kids It takes what about a thousand hours for you to build a valuable relationship with someone. So if you're at home with your children and you're building that relationship, spending thousands of hours with them, you get to know who they are. You get to know the way they think, the way they learn, the way they operate. And that helps you educate them the way that they learn best. And then they'll be able to get full ride scholarships (laughs) to wherever they want to go. Yes. Yes. And when Liz asked me in our prep call, um, what was the primary reason that I decided to homeschool? I said, which is what I always say, just because I wanted to spend more time with them. And I mean, I didn't really know all of the benefits then. And I didn't actually know. I knew of one person um, in our church who homeschooled, but I wasn't really friends with her. I mean, I just didn't know her that well. And I just thought, I don't really want to send this kid away for five days a week for eight hours a day. Just try it. And, um, and, you know, and that really was the only reason I didn't have all these great reasons, you know, things. I just was like, I don't know, I feel like I could do it. And 
and it really, I mean, let's not talk about it too much because I will cry, but you know, I, I'm just, the time is short with these kids and everyone is right. It goes by in the blink of an eye. And I mean, I wouldn't have traded one day of homeschooling my son who is now not living at home, you know, it's just a gift. Days are long, years are short. Mm, It's so true. Um, And it's not that we want to hover over our children and keep them in our control. It's just, we want to be the facilitators as Amber has said, and allow them that space to come to know themselves and to be able to become self-directors of their own lives and not just when the bell rings, go to history type thing. It's just, you, you get these wonderful people that become so interesting and we (laughs) learn, we learn from each other. And Mm -hmm. also, you know, my kids are now they're grown and and we can look back and, and we do say, you know, that didn't work so well. And I wish we had done it this way. And, but if you built those bonds, then they're free to say that. And they're free to realize, yeah, this was good about our homeschooling journey, but this wasn't so great. And, and they can make adjustments in their own lives. Hmm. So, um, yeah. I love that, Liz. That's perfect. You know, being, having, being an, a home educator, you're able to teach them more than just curriculum, right? Like you're able to teach yes. them your family traditions. You're able to teach them family mm-hmm. recipes. You're able, yes. you know, to go down these paths of, you know, self-discovery. And it, it's, it, I feel like that is really important. And that's something that is, that is highly missing in our culture right now. I mean, we can totally see that right with the way things are going. Yeah. Um, our children are lost. There's a lot of lost people here. Um, and so I think providing that this necessary, this is so necessary to, to encourage moms to be their own home educator and spend those time that, that hours, those times with their, with your kids so that you can develop, you know, who they're going to be and, and just be proud of, of what they become when they, you know, decide to exodus your house. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> which so, is what they're and, supposed to do. So yes. congratulations to you, Amber. That is, that is an amazing yes. achievement as a mom, um, even mm-hmm. more so as a homeschool mom, like you did it. Like your yeah. son is a college it. student like that. That mm-hmm. is a huge achievement. Yes. And I'm just so proud yeah. of you. And it <laughs> uh, sounds like he's a good person too. So that hey. leads me to the final question before um, we have our wonderful tech wizard, Hannah, open things up for uh, Q&A. How do you, the, the balance between working so hard with your kids and also finding time for you and your husband? <laughs> yes. Any, any thoughts on that? Such a great question. I mean, um, you know, every, everyone is different in their needs. You know, I I am not... And I feel like maybe the first step in that is knowing yourself and being honest with yourself, you know, as a person, as a mom, as a woman, like this, this is what works best for me and having really clear boundaries about what I am going to do and what I am not going to do, you know, and, uh, and what things need to be outsourced and what things don't. And, um, like in the structure of your day, I feel like is how you carve out, um, you know, what you need. And I, 
like I talk about in the book, like I am a very like type A schedule person, but I also don't do, although, you know, I provide templates for like, I don't do an 8 a.m. We do this 8.30 a.m. We do this. We just, you know, sort of have a flow of what we expect and everyone, I feel like a really important thing for the day, for the kids, for the mom sanity is every be everyone being really clear ahead of time on what their expectations are. Like before you touch a screen, these things will be done. Do not even address me. Like, Oh, that part, that part. (laughs) Before you touch a screen, you got to get some work done. Yes. (laughs) I have a laminated checklist that I make for every kid um, that says, if you ask me about screen time before this checklist is done, then you lose it for the day. Um, So don't, don't come to me with nonsense. Like I, you know what you need done. And if you don't know what you need done, then that's my fault as a mom. And I feel like that happens uh, too much that moms aren't crystal clear on the expectations for their children. So then relating to the husband and the date and the personal time, like I, I'm not a morning person. My children rarely see me before 8am. And I have always been like that from day one. And when my youngest was little, before they had these fancy, like wake up alarm clocks or whatever, I would, I taped a piece of paper over the minutes of the digital clock, I taped a piece of paper over it because he knew his numbers one through nine, but the minutes side, like it was when he was like three, you know, and the minutes would confuse him. So I said, when you see an eight, you can come out of your room. And, you know, he just learned how to entertain himself in there. And, you know, like I said, just being crystal clear on expectations, like my And my husband and I have like, you know, even with older children, I feel like it gets even people think the baby time is hard. It's also really hard when they become teenagers and they're out later and you're like, for goodness sakes, I want to go to bed. Like, what are we doing? Um, Well, they say that teenagers and toddlers are kind of the same. I mean, I have from five to 15 and my five-year-old and my 15-year-old act exactly alike. It is insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's so weird. Yes. Um, Yeah. You can finish at your oh, yeah. statement. I, no, I just being, yes, just being very clear on like, you know, mom and dad are going to be in the room starting at about 9 p.m. and we are done parenting. That's what I always say. I'm done parenting <laughs> at this time, you know, and of course, like it's not a hard and fast rule, like things happen. But in general, I say, I'm putting you to bed. I'm, I'm kissing you goodnight. I'm reading the book. I'm making sure you have water. I'm doing all the things before 9 p.m. And then dad and I are going in our room and shutting the door and we're done. Like, I love that. (laughs) Setting strong boundaries is is very Mm -hmm. important because it teaches your children to set strong boundaries, right? If they notice that mom and dad have those boundaries, then they can have boundaries as well. And that's very important, especially in today's age. Um, I do have a question. So my question for you, Amber, is how do you manage the different grades? So like I said, I have five to 15. My 15 year old is in a traditional public school. That's just his choice. He has a very good foundation of what we expect of him of, um, 
you know, if he sees anything that's inappropriate, he has the full yes. responsibility to step out, walk away, to record it, to call me, whatever it is. Um, and if he ever has any problems, I, I'm always there. Um, so I'm not worried about him going to high school. I am worried about the other ones in traditional public school. So that's why they're home with me and spending more time. But I have three yes. grades. So I have kindergarten, I have second grade and fourth grade. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, well, you know, one thing I do have to admit, you know, with our hybrid homeschool model, I, I do always say it's like VIP homeschooling. So I'm not making the lesson plans, um, but there's a lot of curriculum. You know, I don't know what curriculum you use, but like my sister uses something, I think Abeka, which we use a mix of different things, but at our school, but you know, for her, they lay out like this is what the first grader does. This is what the third grader is. This is what the fifth, fifth grader does. So, you know, we don't have, to be honest, we don't have that much time in the day where we're all learning the same thing. What I try to be um, clear about is we're all sitting at the table together so that for a certain amount of time, not for the whole day, but so that people can ask each other questions, you know, and they all sort of work on their own thing at their own time. But, um, and then a thing that I talk about in the book that is one of my absolute favorite things that I got from another homeschooling mom is I call it circle time. You can call it whatever you want, morning meeting time, a family devotional, whatever. But ours, I call it circle time because we include a lot more than we do our devotional then, but we also do um, a lot of group learning. And for me, that's when like we all cover the same subjects at the same time. So for example, each year we do something different. Um, so like we've covered art history, we've memorized all the states and all the capitals, we've memorized the presidents. And like, we just, you know, that's something that a kindergartner through a 15 year old or whoever can do at the same time. And actually that the kindergartner can do better than the 10th grader probably um, <laughs> is memorized stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, we, and I learned stuff in that time, like, which I love so much. And right now we're doing for this year, we're doing Florida history. So we're, so I just pick some random thing, like, and that to be honest, that interests me that I want to learn about and that I think is beneficial for them to learn about. And that's the time, which takes about an hour every day. And, um, that's for us, the time that I focus on, we are all together and I really, really uh, advocate for people setting some sort of time like that, because I, even if it's only 15 minutes, because as a homeschooling mom, you know, to be honest, the rest of my day is sort of like, okay, fifth grader, what do you need? Okay. 10th grader, what do you need? Like I am bouncing back and forth. So there's not as much like cohesion as a family unit, as I think people might expect and then they feel end the day feeling like, did I ever even see? Right. See, like, I don't know. You, know? <laughs> you have to cultivate you, that. Yeah. Yes. And so if you just like, even on the, there, there are many days when we don't get it done. We're not going to do it today, to be honest, but um, <laughs> like the kids know, mom, what time are we doing circle time? Because I am. I try to be militant about it because I just, it's my favorite time of the day. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just a sweet, precious time to feel like we are all on the same page. 
mm-hmm. for just this half an hour or whatever. And well, consistency is key too. It helps them, you know, yeah. consistent structure is very important for, for young minds, especially yeah. because they're not fully developed. So they're in their twenties. So, <laughs> which yeah. is a little scary when you think yes. about it. Yes. One more question for me, and then I'll give it to anybody else. Um, my question again, uh, my another second question is, do you believe that it's important to separate? So instead of having everybody sit at the table, because we eat dinner at the table, we eat lunch at the table, do you think it's important to separate their learning uh, place from the family dinner table? That's an interesting question I've never heard um, before. <laughs> I don't know. I just off the top of my head, I would say no. Like, okay. I went before I started homeschooling the summer before I had this whole grand plan of like buying desks to put in our tiny little like den library off the side of our living room. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. And I'm really, <laughs> glad it, and I'm really glad it didn't because, you know, it's just whatever space is most convenient, I think is where it should happen because okay. that makes sense. And I think people being together, like, like, for sure people in my family end up like if they're doing like an online lesson they end up like over there or they end up at the kitchen counter but we try to start all at the table um and then we do spread out throughout the day but i think i think it's fine i think wherever works best for you is totally fine that's good that's good cuz i know i know that it's difficult when you work from home and like let's say you're in your your office is in your bedroom and then you have to sleep in your bedroom. And then, so it's like, you never really get rid of work. And so I I didn't know if it was the same, uh, with with, you know, homeschooling with the, with the babies because you can ask them, but they, they don't really know how to articulate that. Yeah. So I was wondering if you may have known with your older children, if that was something that they felt was important to have their work separate from family designated space. Well, you know, I will say the thing we do that I feel like is a little like now that I'm thinking about it, a little like ceremonial is that we I have this, you know, big whiteboard that I list all the I list a ton of stuff on this whiteboard, but it's all like school schedule related. And at the end of a Friday, when everyone is cleaning up and putting all their stuff away, we put that whiteboard away. And that's the only thing as far as very good that changes about the week. But I say okay. it's the weekend and we're done now. And that's awesome. I put it away. And so I guess maybe that's a little like sign to them. Like now it's time to take a rest. Like you've yes. done a good job. And rest oh. is important. So that's good. Yes. That's great. Yes. Thank you so much for answering my questions. Sure. Yes. Thank you, Amber. Um, so uh, Hannah, can you um, help people? You've posted some wonderful things in the chat. Um, Uh, The link to Amber's book is there. We're going to be putting in the show notes uh, when this gets put on the website, Amber's flow charts. Um, I see people on. What would you ladies like to ask? What would you moms like to ask Amber? This has just been wonderful. And just a few instructions. If you're new here, if you are a panelist, uh, please, uh, please unmute yourself, uh, raise your hand and then when I call on you, you can unmute yourself and turn your camera on so we can see you. If you are not a panelist, you have access to uh, unmute yourself, but you will not have access to the camera. So do we have any questions or comments for Amber today? Yes. Or you can type them in the chat or whatever. She's really covered the waterfront. Just um, 
wonderful, <laughs> wonderful thoughts and ideas. Where were you, Amber, umpteen years ago? <laughs> well, I'm just like so glad said. I have access to you now. I'm like, I'm going to yes. call you. Like, just prepare yourself. That's yeah. totally fine. I yeah. am. I am very passionate about it. So I'm yes. so proud of you for making that choice. It's, it's, I yes. think it's definitely more difficult to switch. Um, you know, I started out doing this and I think it really is harder to have gone down one path and then been brave enough to say, yeah, working for some of my children and I'm going to be brave and make a different choice. So I think for us, yeah. it was, it was, um, 2020, I believe that everything was an eye opener for a lot of parents. Uh, a lot of people in this country realized that there were things that were going on that they didn't quite agree with. They got a full view of what was really happening behind closed doors in these schools where we thought, we, you know, our, the teachers, most of them still do have, have our children's best interests. I'm not knocking our, yes. our public school teachers. They're great people out there and they really do love what they do. Um, and I really do appreciate the ones that we have had. Um, but right now we're seeing where even if you're trying to be an involved parent, which is what most schools are saying, they want to have that relationship with the parent, but you're not allowed in the school. I can't even go drop off lunch to my son if he forgot his lunch. Like it's, 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 it's a little crazy out there. <laughs> and that, you know, the curriculum that's in the schools now I've, I've had first view of, and I'm just, I'm not comfortable with. And even if you pull them out of that one class, there's still that possibility that, you know, one of the other children, you know, in the class or one of their friends or whatever it is, is going to expose them to something that you're just not quite ready to have that conversation about. Uh, even as, as a young, in younger years, um, what really put the straw to me that broke the camel's back, I guess you could say, um, is my, my, my now second grader told me that in kindergarten, she saw kids like kissing underneath like the playground. And I'm like, where, where is everyone? Why is this happening? I don't, I don't understand. So I, I just, and twerking in the hallways and I'm like, oh my Lord, I just, I can't, yeah. I'm just, no, we're just not going to do this. I'll keep you home and we'll, we'll, it'll be a struggle at first, but we'll, we'll get it done just because yeah. I'm just, I'm not a fan of what I'm seeing. I don't like what they're learning it, it some of it isn't really true it's just it's not they don't go in depth enough and I'm like I need you to be a really good I need you to have a good worldview about America um, because this country is worth saving and I'm going to teach you how to do it so that's just where we are with that I and I, I think a lot of other parents feel the same way so having yes. people like you on that have especially Liz, which is why I love that you do this, Liz, and why we partnered with, with, with you and, and had given this to you because you're a veteran as well. And giving that expertise to us new moms that are trying to navigate the homeschooling situation is, is so important and so valid. And I know that so many people have struggles and there's highs and lows because life is not, it's not perfect. You know, we'll always have highs and lows. So it's true. So anybody on the Anyone? call, any moms speak out. We'd love to have your comments. Any thoughts or questions? We just did such a good job covering it all. <laughs> you certainly <laughs> did. You certainly did. Oh my goodness. Uh, you are, you are a blessing to a lot of people. So I'm, Really so grateful 
that you came on today because obviously you're in the middle of things. It seems like we're always in the middle of something. So yes, yes, that's for sure. Um, yep. And so, yeah, um, I know that when we first started, we thought, you know, we don't know how to do this. There's not that much support, but oh. surely we can't do any worse than the public <laughs> school system. Um, oh, well, thank you, Heather. Heather writes excellent information and thank you for sharing your personal stories. It makes us all feel better about this path. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yes, thank you, Heather. Yes. Um, it is true. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things that, like I said, your kids will look back and say, that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't yeah. the best. But yep. now I, but now I know you know, I'm going to do things differently. Right. For sure. Yes. yes. So as Hannah said, thank you, Heather, be strong and courageous. You've got this. Yeah. Yes. You are the mom. And I believe in a God that loves mothers and inspires mothers. And I have felt that many, many, many times you will yes. get help. Yep. We'll get help. Yep. And so, uh, yes. Go yes. Ahead. And mercies are new every morning. So like you said, if yes. you're having one of those days where you're like, mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm not going to be able to do long division one more time. Um, then just take a break and that's yeah. totally okay. And you know, like, yeah, it's, it's really is, it's been used a lot, but it really is true that like, there's a reason why we're supposed to put our oxygen masks on first. If the plane's going down, <laughs> like you cannot yes. save anyone if you don't save yourself first. Yes. So like, yeah. don't make yourself like a harried, crazy mom and don't think mm -hmm. you have to do it all. And don't think you have to do it all perfectly because yes. you won't. So that's true. Yes. yes. Oh, I remember one time we were trying, I don't know if it was quite long division, but I was trying to go over math with our oldest girls and we were all in tears. And my <laughs> husband came home and said, you know, there's no learning going on. It's okay to quit for a while. And it, it really is. It, you can declare yourself done. You can yep. declare yourself done for the day or for the couple of days. Yep. And it's you are allowed to do that because yep. you are the mom and you're in charge. Yep. So, yeah. So, yes. Uh, well, with that, I am going to, we want to be respectful of everyone's time. Yes. Yes. Her, I know has a hard stop in like 10 minutes. So we want to give her time to get on with her day. So um, I'm not going to go into announcements now, but please be watching through your emails. Uh, we will send a follow-up email with a recording of this session with a link to Amber's book, the flow chart, chart she mentioned. She also had a fantastic list of supplies to get started with. Mm -hmm. We'll send that all to you. And of course, this will be posted on the mom to moms website. So with that, we are going to say goodbye to everyone. Thank you so much for coming to be with us yes. today. Thank you. Thank you, Amber. Thank, thank you. you so thank you so thank much you. for having me. I really you enjoyed are, it. You are welcome. And thank you, moms. And thank you, Hannah. <laughs> we'll see you all yes. next time. Have a wonderful, wonderful week teaching your kids. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.